From the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. And in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day ye shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 92 and 93 It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most Highest. To tell of thy loving kindness early in the morning, and of thy truth in the night season. Upon an instrument of ten strings, and upon the lute, upon a loud instrument, and upon the harp. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy works, and I will rejoice in giving praise for the operations of thy hands. O Lord, how glorious are thy works! Thy thoughts are very deep. An unwise man doth not well consider this, and a fool doth not understand it. When the ungodly are green as the grass, and when all the workers of wickedness do flourish, then shall they be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, art the most highest forevermore. For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, lo, thine enemies shall perish, and all the workers of wickedness shall be destroyed. But my horn shall be exalted like the horn of a unicorn, for I am anointed with fresh oil. Mine eye also shall see his lust of mine enemies and mine ear shall hear his desire of the wicked that arise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, and shall spread abroad like a cedar in Lebanon. Such as are planted in the house of the Lord, 
shall flourish in the courts of the house of our God. They also shall bring forth more fruit in their age, and shall be fat and well-liking. That they may show how true the Lord my strength is, and that there is no unrighteousness in him. The Lord is king, and hath put on glorious apparel. The Lord hath put on his apparel, and girded himself with strength. He hath made the round world so sure that it cannot be moved. Ever since the world began hath thy seat been prepared. Thou art from everlasting. The floods are risen, O Lord. The floods have lift up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The waves of the sea are mighty and rage horribly, but yet the Lord who dwelleth on high is mightier. Thy testimonies, O Lord, are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-second verse of the eighth chapter of the book of Proverbs. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way, before his works of old. I have been established from everlasting, from the beginning before there was ever an earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth, when there were no fountains abounding with water. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth or the fields, or the primal dust of the world, when he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limits, so that the waters would not transgress his command. When he remarked, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world. And my delight was with the sons of men. Now therefore listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise, and do not disdain it. Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoever finds me finds life, and obtains favor from the Lord. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. 
the noble army of martyrs praise thee. The Holy Church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable, true, and only Son. Also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the ninth verse of the first chapter of the Epistle of St. Paul to the Colossians. For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, for by him all things were created that are in heaven and are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself. By him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you, who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith, 
grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. I now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ, for the sake of his body, which is the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you, to fulfill the word of God, the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. To this end I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Here endeth the second lesson. O be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sin, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to receive the prayers of thy people who call upon thee, 
and grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do, and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who by the leading of the star didst manifest thy only begotten Son to the Gentiles, mercifully grant that we who know thee now by faith may after this life have the fruition of thy glorious Godhead. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Happy Sunday. We start this morning with our psalms, which... Um, which follow end on end and uh, serve as a, a Sabbath psalm. This is a kind of subgenre of the Psalter um, of psalms that are particularly set apart for um, the Sabbath day. Um, and so it serves as kind of a, a way of, of, of showing the, the culmination and the kind of commemoration of the entire work of the week and a way of um, celebrating how God has held all things together in that week. Um, this is the purpose of Sabbath in general and in Jewish practice is to to celebrate the work of the Lord that has been done and and to give one an opportunity to, you know, to reorient themselves, to turn back and reflect on it and see the kind of pattern that was present uh, throughout it, which is not always visible if we're intent and only attentive to the kind of day to day and kind of getting from day to day. Um, one of the graces of Sabbath is that it gives us the it gives us an opportunity to behold the pattern, to behold the order, the order of the things that have been done um, and to see in that the good work of the Lord and also the kind of, um, you know, more mixed uh, work that we have accomplished um, in the in the Lord's world. Um, and so that's that's an opportunity for us to kind of grow, reflect and then to amend and repent um, so that as we go into the new week, we can more closely conform our lives to the pattern of the Lord, the order and wisdom of the Lord. Um, and so the, those Psalms are really about that, are, are celebrating that, that God has created um, all things well and that he has communicated that order and coherence and, um, and sort of, and, and a way of walking in that order to the world. Um, and so then it goes on to describe how blessed is the person who walks in that way and how miserable ultimately is the person who does not. As we move into Proverbs, we see an elaboration on this concept where we have wisdom personified as um, the sort of attendant of the Lord, uh, who before all creation um, it delights the Lord and um, serves the Lord in the creation of all things, which suggests in the wisdom literature that all things in creation are created with wisdom. So all things that were made were made by the Lord with wisdom. This, uh, this again reflects that there's nothing haphazard about the way that God creates things or, or upholds things. And so as, um, and then it draws a particular attention to humanity's role in the midst of that world, how wisdom particularly obtains in the life of humanity 
Um, and this is a connection between God and humanity. Wisdom is this sort of unifying, unifying figure that um, is an attendant of God and whom, in whom God delights, um, but then is also an attendant to humanity to lead them in the way of the Lord and in this way, bring them closer to God, to bring them in nearness to God. And, and so we, we get from this uh, passage from Proverbs, this sense that um, that wisdom is this place, is, is this person, uh, this sort of personified figure that um, ushers in a unity between, um, between God and, and man. And so, um, and so as, insofar as humanity will walk in the ways of wisdom, they are walking closely with God. Um, and we always have to remember that the wisdom literature always throws us back to kind of the, the, the Torah, the, 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 the uh, you know, and, and to the story of the Torah. Um, and in this case, it draws us back to the Garden of Eden, which to walk in wisdom and to walk in the way of the Lord is to walk in the way that the Lord himself walks. And this is the image of Adam and Eve walking side by side with God in the Garden of Eden. Um, and so it's this restoration of, of everybody, of, of humanity's sort of uh, closeness with God. And we see the fullness of that as St. Paul uh, reflects on all of these things in Colossians, pointing to the fact that this kind of poetic personification of wisdom is the actual person, Jesus Christ, um, and that Jesus Christ it reveals the fullness of God in a final and permanent way, after which there is no greater revelation, such that to participate in the life of Jesus Christ that has been made available to Jew and Gentile alike is to be in union with God himself. And so it's the we see this in this way, the perfection of what had been sort of developed in, um, in partial form. Uh, and we see this, you know, the fullness of that vision revealed in Jesus Christ. And so um, as, we, as we think about walking in epiphany together, and we, as we begin to pray this week for the grace to perceive and know what we ought to do and to receive grace to fulfill what we ought to do, this is a prayer to be brought into Jesus more deeply. And in doing so, we are brought into wisdom more deeply. And in doing that, we are brought into communion and union with God more deeply as well. And so all of these things hang together. Jesus himself is the unifier of God and man. And he's the one that holds our life with integrity and holds us in integrity with everything else around us. And so our prayer this week is to return to that. Continuing with our intercession. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. 
and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, vouchsafe us this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for being here today. Happy Epiphany, and thank you to Chris, my co-leader this morning. Hope you have a wonderful start to your week. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father Hayden. Thank you. Thank have you so much, week, everybody. Thank you, Father.